Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks to Russ Hochstein talking Bill Belichick, Gary Barnett with us on Nick Saban. We say hi to Daddy Burke, Burke's Best Bets, and can log on and uh, find out more info uh, with Daddy Burke, burksbeat.com. And uh, Danny Burke 5 on Twitter. Pride of Chicago. I was going to say, you you seemed a little reluctant to call him the Pride of Chicago with Connor sitting right here. No, Danny Burke's (laughs) the original Pride of Chicago. He holds seniority, so I can't argue. No, and uh, Connor Clark with us uh, still in Chicago. Elijah Herbal and I uh, hunkered down uh, to make snowmen later. Danny, it's going to take... a four-wheel drive potentially to get to the sports book to put money down on Nebraska, Iowa. I don't have a number. Can you help me out? Oh man. Well, so I, I've been a little distant in college basketball. Is this one at PBA or is it down in Iowa City? It's in Iowa City. That's why I. Mm. That's why I'm asking about uh, four-wheel drive the sports book, and I can I can go put <laughs> a wager down. Right. Well, it seems that the Hawkeyes are clearly not the same team as they've been in years past. And the big question is, how is Nebraska going to respond after that win against Purdue, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some teams can keep building off that momentum. Some teams look to be content and kind of fat and happy with it. But I, I'm thinking I can believe that this team will fall into the category more of the former and that they're still going to respond and try to carry some of that momentum. Look, and it's a program that has a chip on their shoulder until they prove otherwise. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. And, again, had hasn't been on my radar as much as these playoffs, but now that I know it's uh, the disgusting Hawkeyes the Huskers are going against, uh, I might have to make a bet on our uh, on our big red squad going forward. And what, what I'm seeing online, not officially uh, just yet, but potentially Iowa a three-point favorite? That sounds about right. And between Nebraska and Iowa, really? anything, it's minus three or three and a half, isn't it? I mean, that's just kind of how it rolls. <laughs> we have an inflated total, though. It's sitting over 160, which uh, is in sharp contrast wow. to the football game. Yes, big time inflated. Actually. Daddy, let's go to the NFL, but I needed to just uh, pick your brain, and I will be texting you later. And again, I will chip you <laughs> off 15% for accurate information uh, because you uh, you win. What an NFL setup. This is incredible. I love the two games on Saturday. I am not man enough to, to go survive the single digits outside in Arrowhead, so I'll be watching it. But Cleveland and the Texans, Flacco's been great. And Stroud's been awesome. What a win for the Texans against the Colts. And how do you see Saturday shaking out? Really tight lines both ways. Yeah, let's start with that Browns and Texans game. This one is, I mean, look, you're seeing the number at about two. It was two and a half for a considerable amount of this week. And it's just which quarterback can produce more magic in this game. And obviously Joe Flacco, what he's done in my mind, is enough to deem him comeback player of the year. And I know there's a whole conversation surrounding that. But, I mean, what Joe Flacco's done is is remarkable. And the same can clearly be said for C.J. Stroud, a rookie into the situation with a team that, what, won like three games last year, an overhauled roster, a brand-new head coach. It's insanity how good C.J. Stroud has been right out of the gate. 
And the numbers still back that up, of course. Now, C.J. Stroud has had a bigger sample size, but he's got a better touchdown-interception ratio. He leads the league. He's got a better success rate, pass rating, EPA, a lot of these categories over Joe Flacco. The other thing, though, that you have to put into this is the defenses, right? I mean, Cleveland clearly has the best defense in the National Football League and leaps and bounds better than Houston. It's not that the Texans have an atrocious defense. It's about middle of the pack. And then what it also comes down to, as we all very well know, is experience. Joe Flacco has been there. Members of this Browns team have been in this situation before. Not often, but enough to have an advantage. You don't have that on the side of Houston. If this game was in Cleveland, certainly the point spread would be different. You'd see a bigger favorite on the side of the Browns. But that's where I would have more incentive to back Joe Flacco and company. Here, I would probably entertain the idea of teasing up Houston, right? If you're getting them two or two and a half, tease them up six points. You get them over the key numbers of three and seven. And if you do think it's going to come down to the wire and you're kind of 50-50 like me, that's probably the way to approach it. So I have not made a bet in this game, guys. My initial thoughts had me leaning toward the Browns, but instead of either laying a more expensive money line or just laying the spread in this spot where I'm not completely confident in them, I think the safer option is to look to tease up the Texans. So that's how I would approach that first game on Saturday. The second game I did make a bet. I actually made a couple bets here, Kansas City and Miami. You know, it's kind of funny. I was looking at this game, and I had some friends texting me, and I completely understand why, but they're all confused, and they're saying, why is Miami catching four-and-a-half points here? Kansas City has not been that good this year. And you're absolutely right. They have been poor when you base off of what we've been accustomed to and no receivers and all those things. But what Casey has going for them is their defense. Their defense has been tremendous this season and has really given them an opportunity to be in a lot of these games. They're seventh an overall DVOA defense. I could keep going down the list of their other numbers, but again, we know they have a strong defense. Miami, they can be good in that category, but they are one of the more banged-up teams heading into this game, not only on the defensive side with Chubb, Howard, and company, but even with Waddle and Tyreek Hill playing, they're not 100%. And you also have to understand this is Tua Tungabailoa's first playoff start. You're going in a hostile road environment in an extremely frigid temperature-ridden game that they're not accustomed to down in South Beach. So it makes sense why this line has moved from like three, three and a half up to four and a half. But I didn't do that. I didn't lay the number, although I would gravitate toward that situation. I actually did a money line parlay with the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Long story short, look, the Packers haven't beaten anybody impressive on the road this year. The Cowboys are by far the most dominant home team in the NFL. 8-0 with an average winning margin of 21-and-a-half. Green Bay's defense, despite what the Bears didn't do against them, any other competent offense can demolish them, and I think that's what the Cowboys do. So I did a money line parlay with the Cowboys, paired them with the Chiefs, and then I also did Miami team total under 21 at the price of minus 148, I believe. But if you get 20 in the hook at an affordable price, I still think that's a viable bet. I just can't foresee this Miami offense having any success in this weather and against a good defense that is Kansas City. It's Danny Burke with us here. Burke's best bets on Hale Varsity Radio. And Danny, it's already looking like we're probably going to have to hold you through the commercial break, get another segment with you to get to uh, the Sunday night game, Rams at Lions, as well as the Eagles and the Buccaneers on Monday night. But I want to get your thoughts on a comment we got in from David. He says, bet every NFL game under this weekend, you will make money. Your thoughts on that? So I definitely like the under, even, you know, with the team total I said with Miami in that game. I like the full game going under, too, based on the weather. 
Uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh, it's extremely unattractive because it's as low as, what, like 36, 35 and a half? I'm seeing 35 and a half, <laughs> Yeah, if you could get a 37, I, I would take it, but now I'd stay away. But again, can envision a lot of points there. Cleveland, Houston, I think you might see an over. All the other games, except for Philly, Tampa Bay, I think that's an over. But Pittsburgh, Miami game, uh, Los Angeles, Rams, Detroit, I, I would lean toward the under in those spots. And like you said, I'll, I'll share my thoughts on the other games too. But I, I don't hate his line of thinking, but I think it may be split. Danny, uh, hang tight for us as uh, we'll get to Sunday's action and coverage, all right? Can you do that? Can you yeah, hang you on it, the other side? Good. Danny Burke with us here on Hale Varsity Radio and uh, Burke'sBeat.com where you can find some of Danny's write-ups, some of his analysis at Danny Burke 5 on Twitter is where you go, and Danny's posting some content there as well, video and audio with uh, the, the weekend and this is great man there's always a game or two with the nfl playoffs that wow you i mean it, it just it death taxes and a great wild card weekend so we'll find out more from danny burke elijah herbal connor clark hail varsity continues as we're powered by cornhead lager and now and now back to hail varsity radio Back with you at Burke's Best Bet. It's Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager. Uh, Burke'sBeat.com, NFL Wild Card Weekend as uh, we head to Sunday, Elijah. Oh, and then we go to Sunday Night Football, Danny. That's where we lead things off in this overtime segment. The Los Angeles Rams heading to Detroit, taking on the Lions. The Lions, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you like here, Danny? Yeah, I got to play in this one too, guys. I like this game a lot. I took the Rams at plus three and a half. Now, I know threes are painted across the board, and I'd still recommend taking three points with Los Angeles. What do we know about this game? Well, that Laporta is up in the air with his status, and even if he is going to go, we know he's not going to be 100%. I'm not really banking on him having an impact in this game, which then does in turn impact the handicap in this game. I mean, he led the team in touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. And having a really strong tight end is crucial in this day and age in the National Football League. Where do the Rams have the advantages as well? I think it happens with the coaching. Sean McVay clearly has the experience, the better play caller, and just an overall better schemer. Dane Campbell's a great motivator, a solid coach, but if you have to pick one or the other, it's got to be Sean McVay. And same thing when it comes to the quarterbacks. Yes, Goff has been to a Super Bowl. Stafford has won one. And these guys both have the narrative surrounding it, right? Goff against his former team, Stafford, vice versa. Goff's numbers are a little bit better, but I'm going to trust the Rams here who have the better quarterback in this spot, the better coach, and slightly a better defense. The Lions' defense has been really dreadful in a lot of spots. Rams are just middle of the pack. So if you're getting me, giving me rather three or better, I'll gladly take that with the Los Angeles Rams in this game, guys. I'm not going to be shocked to see them win this one outright. Danny, about a minute here going on to Monday night. Eagles visiting the Buccaneers in the wild card matchup in the NFC. I'm seeing Philly minus three. What do you make of that line? I know Philly hasn't been playing well as of late, but a favorable matchup for them in Tampa. It seems like this would almost be a buy-low spot on Philadelphia, but there's two reasons why I haven't bet it yet. And one, because it's at three. If it was below, I'd be a lot more intrigued to do it, naturally. And then the other reason is just I don't know what to expect with the injuries for Philadelphia. I mean, Jalen Hurts banged up, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, DeAndre Swift with an illness. Like, all these guys are injured. 
And if we get closer to game time and we see that they're healthy and the line doesn't move too drastically, perhaps they'll get involved. But I also mentioned the total a little bit earlier. I don't mind going over 43-and-a-half, 44. Both of these defenses fairly poor. The Eagles all over the place are 29th in DVOA. Tampa Bay secondary is atrocious. I think this could be one of those games where it's a tad bit higher scoring. And before I get out of here, Connor, since you asked me the question, i got to ask you a question. How did you get set up? I'm seeing on the stream right now, you look like you got this cozy setting going on, and, uh, you know, Schmitty and Elijah are stuck in the studio. How did that work out for you? Well, that's courtesy of my mom in her office. So currently just camping out at the uh, the Clark compound, if you will, in, in the northern suburbs. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, Connor. The Clark compound. There you go. Love it. We need the Clark compound T-shirts. So we need the Danny's Granny T-shirts because <laughs> Danny. Uh, oh Danny, man, Smitty, that hasn't been brought up in quite some time. Oh, that is. A we were talking about story, Danny though. Burke, the the All City. Uh, suburb point guard uh, <laughs> one time or another and you had grandma had a, a Danny's granny t-shirt or jersey or something it was pretty awesome <laughs> yeah you know it's freshman basketball and my grandma's in the stands with a shirt that says Danny's granny there's two Danny's on the team and someone asked whose grandma's that and the other Danny goes well it's not mine so that narrowed it down pretty easily to being my grandmother well, Danny have a good weekend thanks for the time <laughs> you got it guys you as well Back at four tomorrow with Hale Varsity. Take care. A Huda Media Production.